Hello and welcome to Let's Talk About It podcast. I am your host, Apostle Rosemary of RCN Ministries. And today we are going to talk about encourage yourself. We look at David and David said in 1 Samuel 30 and 6, and the first translation will be the Amplified. The next translation I'm going to read will be the King James Version. It says, further, David was greatly distressed because the people spoke of stoning him, for all of them were embittered, each man for his sons and daughters. But David felt strengthened and encouraged in the Lord his God. David had all of these things going on around him, but still David felt strength and encouraged in the Lord his God. The King James translation of that says in 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse 6, And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. Then the scripture tells us, but David encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. No matter what we're going through, men and women, we must learn to encourage ourselves. I know that there is so much going on. It's been over a year with this pandemic. Many people are distressed. Many people are oppressed. Many people are depressed. And so many people are discouraged. Because it seems as though they don't see a way out of anything right now. They're not who they used to be, they feel. They're struggling with things that they say, you know, we should be further than this or this should be over by now. But this is the perfect opportunity to get closer to God. The word of God tells us if we draw nigh to him, he will draw nigh to us. So in other words, the closer we get to God, if we choose to get ourselves in a position and we become closer as we begin to draw nigh to him, to draw closer to him, God will draw closer to us. This is a perfect time to continue to utilize this. And to really seek the things of God, seek his face, seek his will, seek his direction, seek for strategies, seek God in all things, see God in the beauty of all things, see God in the good as well as the bad. The word of God says, shall we not have, should we always, in other words, should we not have bad and always expect the good? I'm paraphrasing it, but that's what it's talking about. In other words, should we always want the good from God, but never any of the bad? Should we always want to be blessed, but never have a struggle or never have something we've got to go through? No, the word of God tells us that we must suffer with him that so that we may reign with him. See, we want to reign, but we don't want to suffer. We want the joy, but we don't want the sorrow. Ah, we want elevation, but we don't want process. Jesus, help me, Holy Ghost. We've got to learn to do these things. There's a few nuggets that I want to tell you about. Ways that we can encourage ourselves. The, the things to do to encourage myself or for you to encourage yourself in the Lord. The first thing that we must do is pray. 
pray always. The word of God tells us to pray without ceasing. Continual prayer in our life. Whatever we do, we must pray. But that continual prayer in our lives, it produces the good fruits of the kingdom. This is an area that we have to understand that if we pray to God, he will answer us. He will answer us. Continually pray. Continually pray to God. When we are discouraged, this is a way to encourage ourselves. We can encourage ourselves by listening to what God has said, what he speaks once we've prayed to him. Listen to the, for the voice of God. Lord, I've prayed to you. Lord, I'm earnestly waiting and listening for you to answer me. So God, what is it that you would have to say to me? Because when I pray, I know that I must wait for your reply. I'm not going to give in, but I'm going to encourage myself while I'm waiting. I'm going to worship while I'm waiting. I'm going to believe while I'm waiting. And I'm listening for your reply. I will praise you, God, another nugget. While I'm waiting, when we lift up a praise, the word of God tells us when the praises go up, the blessings come down. When we begin to praise God, we praise him for who he is. Because he is God. When we begin to praise God, we begin to reverence who he is in our lives. And the blessings come down. We read scripture. And we begin to feed our spiritual man. To build up who we are in him. To build us up in ways that we may have become anemic. Where we're, we're deficient. Because we haven't read the word like we should. So we begin to ingest the word of God. We begin to listen to sermons. We begin to listen to different words we've heard. We begin to replay trainings and teachings, sermons. But ah, it's so important, men and women, that we know what we're feeding our spiritual man. We know the fruits of those that we listen to. Why do I say this? Because we need to know, are they producing the good fruits according to the word of God found in Galatians 5, chapter 5, verses 22 to 23. Are they producing those good fruits? Do I see them? Why? Because the fruits reveal the evidence it reveals the depth. The fruits that hang on the vines. The fruit that hangs on the trees. What type of fruit is it? Is it the good fruits or is it the bad fruits? Why do I say this? Because the word of God also tells us that a seed produces after its own kind, my Lord. 
So when we begin to understand this, whatever I feed my spirit is what I become. Why? Because whatever I'm feeding my spirit produces a seed. And that seed produces after its own kind. What does that mean? Whatever I'm allowing to be ingested into me is what I become. So whoever is speaking into me, who's speaking over me, whose sermons or words or messages or trainings that I'm listening to is becoming a seed that is deposited in me. In my most inward parts, Lord help me, Jesus. We begin to feed ourselves spiritual music of praise, spiritual music of worship because worship sets the atmosphere. The Judah, Judah means praise. So if we can just enter into praise, we can just enter into worship, everything shifts in the presence of God. When we worship God, we begin to pull on heaven. We begin to enter into a place with him. We shift from a natural realm to the spiritual realm. We enter in behind that veil where everything becomes still in the presence of God. Where we stand before him. Where we bow down at his feet and we worship him in spirit and in truth. We begin to read from devotionals. We can feed ourselves with devotionals to encourage ourselves on a daily basis. And we begin to read the scriptures and we begin to grow spiritually as we begin to ingest the word of God, where we begin to train up our inner man and build up our inner man. We can begin to read things that we've scribed. We can begin to look over our prayer journals. We can begin to speak back to ourselves over different things that we've seen, things that we've said. Some people use vision boards. This is something that a lot of the millennials do. They use a lot of vision boards. But I'm a journaler. I scribe. I look down and I say, God, I remember when. I remember where I was when I wrote this. I remember then, but I see now where you have bought me from. Lord, I was at a low point in this area, but God, you've elevated me. You've healed me. You've delivered me. You've set me free and you've restored me. God, I see it. God, I know it. It's become tangible. It's manifested. And God, I will continue and continually encourage myself in you, in the Lord. Learn to pray for someone else. I know many times it's hard for others when they're going through something, but when we can learn to serve, when we can learn to sacrifice, when we can learn that I may be going through something right now, but I'm still concerned about my brothers and sisters in the Lord. So I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to intercede for you. I'm going to encourage you. 
I'm going to love you past your pain. We don't know the situations that others are in. The word of God tells us that the stronger vessels must bear the infirmity of the weaker ones. Begin to ask those that are associated with you. It may be friends, it may be family, it may be someone in ministry. Loved ones, whoever they may be, pray for me as I pray for you. And we're going to watch God change some things. We're going to watch as we are praying one for another. We're going to begin to believe God for everything that he said he was going to do in our lives. We're going to continue to stand on his word because we know who he is and we know that he is able to do everything but fail. So what? We will continue to encourage ourselves in the Lord. Begin to wonder and ponder no longer. No, let it go, men and women. This is not the time to begin to wonder and ponder. No, we're not going to do it. What we're going to do is begin to ask ourselves, what do I need right now? What do I need to care for my spiritual life right now? What do I need to care for my emotional needs right now? What do I need to care for all of the needs of my life, my mind, my body, my spirit. What is it that I need to do? Do I need to detach? Do I need to rest more? Do I need to take a hiatus? Do I need to set healthy boundaries? Do I need to learn how to manage my time more effectively for the kingdom? What is it that I need? Do a mind check. Okay, God, I need you to take me captive. How? I need the mind of Christ to reveal to me those lies that the enemy has spoken to me that have stagnated me, that have caused me to be delayed because God, I know you've never denied me. No one is stopping me but me. No one is hindering me but me. Let me be the person to, to grow up, to mature in the things of God, to mature in every area of my life, and to take responsibility and become someone who is able to take and know what it is to hold myself accountable. Lord, I'm looking at everybody else, but God, it's me this time. Lord, I'm upset because I feel as though someone else is hindering me. But God, it's me this time. Lord, check my mind. God, that I don't think these things, that my mind is regulated. Lord, check my heart, God. Lord, that I don't have bitterness. Lord, that you just pluck this thing out by the root. That I understand that I need to be healed. I need to be delivered. I need to be set free. And God, I need you to restore me. Lord, too many times. I've always said it's never me. I've never taken a responsibility, but God, it's me. Lord, why? Because I see me and I know me better than anyone else. So God, I need you to do it for me. 
God is a perfect gentleman. He's not going to force his way in on any of you, but God is waiting on you to surrender, to throw up your hands and say, God, it's me standing in the need of prayer. Lord, I need you to do something for me. God, I need you to reveal to me my hiccups, my downfalls, my inabilities to become responsible for who I am. Lord, I'm not going to try to put it on anybody else, God, but it's me. I'm going to encourage myself, even in this, God. Even in this, God, I see me. God, I know what I'm dealing with. God, I know what I'm going through, but God, I want you to know, God. I realize that it's me. So God, while I'm encouraging myself, I know I can't do this on my own and I'm not going to give up. But what I'm going to do at this point in my life, God, is to give in. Oh, help me, Jesus. Encourage someone else. Learn that when you're going through men and women, it's just a part of the process that you're going through. Why? Why am I having to suffer greatly? Why am I having to go through mind battles? Why is it I'm always feeling broken? Why is my heart always being tried and tested? Why? 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 I can tell you why. Because everything that you're going through is a process. And when you come out of this, God is going to use you to reach the very people who battle with the issues that he processed you from. Everything you've had to walk through, God is going to use you. Everything you've had to go through, God is going to use you. All the brokenness, God is going to use it. All of the soul traumas, God is going to help you produce healing in others who have been affected by it. Everything that we go through is in order to build God up. Why do I say it like that? Because when it comes down to it, the glory belongs to no man. But it only belongs to God. Let our lives so illuminate who God is. And who we are to him. And in him. As he works through us. To reach those. That do not know him. Lord help us. To stay focused. While we encourage ourselves. Lord help us. To encourage others that are battling. Even while we're going through. There's an old saying. Leading while bleeding. And that is so powerful. Why is that? Because a leader. Is someone. Who's learned how to operate. Even when they're bleeding. A leader is someone who takes responsibility. 
A leader is someone who is held accountable by them own, their own selves. A leader is someone who understands that every now and then I need the reproof. I need someone to tell me when I'm wrong. I need to be pliable in the hands of the master so that when, when there's something in me that needs to be pulled and taken out of me, I can allow God to put me back on the potter's wheel and make me over again. A leader is someone who leads from beyond the crowd. You see, we cannot run with the crowd and expect to lead them. The shepherd leads the sheep. And when the sheep get out of order, if you ever notice the staff of a shepherd, it has a, a hook on it. What is that for? So that he can reach out and grab them by their neck and pull them back into, into line, into alignment. We need to understand men and women. While we are encouraging ourselves in the Lord, Let's not forget to reach back and to encourage and to encourage others that are also going through. We pray that this has been a blessing for you all today. We pray that this is going to bless each and every one of you today. And I want to close with this scripture. It is going to be I'm going to be coming from Psalms chapter 42. Verses 1 through 11 in closing. And it reads, As the deer pants for the water brook, so my soul for you, O God. There is a longing for God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When will I come and see the face of God? My life, my inner self, thirsts for God. My tears have been my food day and night. While they say to me all day long, where is your God? These things remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go along before the great crowd of people and lead them in procession to the house of God with the voice of joy and thanksgiving, a great crowd keeping a festival. Remember this vividly. When we were leading people, it says in procession here, talking about David to the house of God, like a choir master before singers, the timing, the steps, the music and the chant of the song. Why are you in despair, oh my soul? And why have you become restless and disturbed with me? Hope in God and wait expectantly for him. For I shall again praise him for the help of his presence. Oh God, verse six, my soul is in despair with me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan and the peaks of Hermon from Mount Mazar. 
the burden more than I can bear. Fervently from the mount, I will remember thee, O God. Verse 7 says, deep calls to deep at the sound of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your ways have rolled over me. The thundering sound. Verse 8 says, Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night, his songs will be with me. A prayer to the God of my life. Verse 9 says, I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Verse 10 and 11. And it says, as a crushing of my bones. My adversaries taught me, adversaries, excuse me. My adversaries taught me while they say continually to me, where is your God? Think about that, y'all. The crushing, as a crushing of my bone with a sword. That's a crushing. Verse 11 says, why are you in despair, O my soul? Why have you become restless and disquieted within me. Hope in God and wait expectantly for him. For I shall yet praise him. The help of my countenance and my God. Encourage yourself. Men and women. In the Lord. In the midst of troubles, trials and tribulations. Encourage yourselves in the Lord. May God bless you and may God keep you all until next Wednesday at 6 a.m. Again, we will be right here on Let's Talk About It podcast. And again, I am your host, Apostle Rosemary of RCN Ministries and OSGA Apostolic Network. God bless you and God keep you and we love you.